Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. I am having a bad day. Um, couldn't really tell you why. I think it might be related to being a woman and the cycles that women have <laughs> to not give you TMI, um, but I'm having a bad day. I'm having a day where I just can't get out of bed. I feel super lethargic, just kind of depresso, espresso. I don't know. Just not not my ideal day, but that's okay because I have the option to lay around and I have the liberty to do that today, so that's nice. And ironically, the topic that I was planning to tackle today has to do with body image, self-confidence, and just body issues. <laughs> so awesome that I get to talk about that today when I'm in a great mood and my body is not serving me in the way that I want it to. But say la vie, right? So this episode, it's called Swimsuit Season. And I guess I'll get into that later. What was I going to tell you guys? There was something that I was like, oh, I have to talk about that today. You want to know what I ate for dinner last night? <laughs> Please don't judge me. <laughs> I can't even admit it. I had, you know, those little, they're little Eggo waffles. They're like cinnamon toast mini waffles. They're so good. I had two of those and I, I cooked up some popcorn shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> And that is what I had for dinner. So maybe that's why I'm having a not so great day because I had a not so balanced meal. But you know what? Those are the two things that sounded good to me. Who would have guessed? Um, so anyways, I that's what I was going to tell you. Don't know why I'm putting that out into the world. It's quite embarrassing if you ask me. But anyways, that was my dinner. I don't suggest trying it. Not a great combination. But you know what? It did the trick for me in the moment. And and I am an impulsive person. So <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so today I want to talk about just my journey with my body and how I've seen my body throughout the years and how I've kind of come to the point that I am. I feel like I'm in a pretty good place as far as body image. But then again, I feel like just being a woman it's never perfect. There's always something that you're like, oh, I wish I, that didn't look like that or whatever. So anyways, I'm going to kind of just dive right into when I even really started to notice that I had a body and I cared what it looked like, I guess. Probably in middle school, I feel like that's kind of the age because, you know, a girl's body's changing. And also I will say, I've been looking at all of the statistics of my podcast and on, at least on Spotify, it says that 100% of my listeners are female. <laughs> so I don't necessarily think that's true. But anyways, that's what it told me. So here we are. We're going to get right into it. I feel like middle school is kind of when you're going through a lot of changes. You're starting to notice that either your friends look different than you or more developed or are wearing more makeup or different clothes, stuff like that. And honestly, now it's probably a lot earlier, which is kind of sad and scary. But I do remember in middle school being like, oh, these jeans don't look good on me or the shirt's too tight or whatever. It doesn't hug me in the right ways. 
which it's interesting because I look back and I really question my choices <laughs> as a middle schooler. You guys, I was, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Sixth grade, I have one, one outfit that's just pinned in my memory. Somehow, I was asked to be on a math team in sixth grade, which I was a little bit torn because I was very flattered that I was asked to be on this math team. But I also wanted to be part of Marimba Club. <laughs> yes, the giant, the giant, <laughs> the giant xylophones. My friends and I were in Marimba Club. It was actually so freaking fun. Anyways, math club was on the same day as Marimba Club. So you know what? I was like, it's an honor. I'm one of four kids. By the way, the other three geniuses. I'm thinking, how'd I get chosen as the alternate? Which... Anyways, so they must have gone through 10 people before me and all those people denied. So they were like, yeah, ask Alicia. She has a good personality. Anyway, so somehow I end up in this math club and we go to this math competition. Don't even come near to placing. Are you kidding me? On every single question, I was like, I don't freaking know even how to do this equation. Um, I got this shirt from the competition that it looked like one of those Superman shirts, but it had the pie symbol in the middle instead of the S. <laughs> so it was super pie. Pretty cool. Pretty nerdy. So naturally I buy that shirt and I take it back to flex on all the people in sixth grade that I at least went to the math competition. Did anybody care? No. So I had this outfit. It was a like a the ugliest blue shirt with like the Superman colors. And and I had this black and white striped cardigan and I had long knee socks that matched the cardigan. And I wore, I wore the super pie shirt with the, the striped cardigan, the striped socks, jean shorts, like Bermuda shorts, and ballet flats. Put me behind bars. <laughs> like, what? Anyways, that's all to say that, yes, I was very aware of what um, I was wearing and I wanted to look good, yet somehow... I still managed to scrounge that up, that outfit. So not my best. But I also grew up like my parents were very encouraging to my sister and I to like be unique and be who you are and wear fun outfits and stuff like that. So I'm really thankful that I could wear something like that and feel confident. <laughs> but let's just say I wouldn't make the same decision now. So moving through middle school had another phase where I, <laughs> you guys, the truth comes out. I had another phase where I was really into war paint, you know, like the, like the black lines that football players wear under their eyes or I don't know what sport. Is it football, baseball? I don't know. But I would do that, but I would do it with glitter. And every day it was a color that matched my outfit. Sometimes it was rainbow dots all around my eyes. I had a lot of phases. I was really... I was really testing out the waters to see what stuck, to see what really got the boys to respond. Sad to report, none of it. But you know what? Here's the thing. Boys still liked me, which means I have a good personality. <laughs> Anyways, maybe they liked my confidence. But moving on. Middle school, I mean, you're changing in locker rooms, or at least I was. We had stupid PE. We had those ugly outfits. Why did they make us wear those? awful for a girl like me if you've never seen me I'm 5'2 I'm a pretty proportional proportionate body but I have a really short torso because I'm short 
So those freaking mesh basketball shorts, awful. Absolutely awful. Really just that should have been a crime. Yeah, so middle school, you're like in the locker room, you're changing, you're putting on your perfume, whatever. So I feel like that was kind of the first time I was aware, like we were all growing and changing and what fit some of my friends didn't fit me anymore, stuff like that. So it was just like very apparent. Also, what was cool, that was when wearing, at least here in Washington, it was when wearing like a zip up North Face. What are they called? Those jeans with the jewels on the butt. (laughs) Miss me jeans and Vans. And like, we never really could afford those. So I had knockoffs and stuff. Like I had a Columbia. I had the jeweled jeans from who knows where. And I had the knockoff Vans. So I was kind of fitting in. This was more toward like eighth grade. And like even in volleyball, everyone had the cool shoes or the cool Nike spandex, stuff like that. That was really kind of when I started to compare myself to other girls. It was more so styles and trends at that time than it was my body, but I was still very aware of how my body looked in certain things. So then moving on to high school, I was super active in high school. I played volleyball um, pretty much year round for a couple of years because I did club. I mean, when you're in high school, you're pretty active. I mean, whether it's just going to school every day, walking around, doing stuff like that, it's very active compared to when you go off to college, unless you're involved in like sports or something. So in high school, I just was, I don't know, at my peak, maybe like I got my braces off sophomore year. And for my, my club volleyball team, they got us a personal trainer and we would have to go and do an hour of personal training, like high intensity workouts for an hour and then we would have two hours of volleyball practice how did I do that I would die I'd rather die than do that now but so I was in great shape and I just didn't know it like I had to do those things it was not really a choice it was like okay if I want to play volleyball I have to do that same with school volleyball we had conditioning and all these things so I was in very good shape I was very active my metabolism hadn't just been shot yet so I could eat pretty much anything I wanted I was getting a freaking 24-ounce iced white mocha from the coffee stand every morning at 7 a.m. before school. Just had this awful gut-wrenching stomachache throughout the day. No idea why. Hmm, I wonder. Anyway, so I was not healthy, but I was pretty active and fit. And, you know, when you're young, like, your body can just handle more. So I was very aware, even then, when I, like, looking back, I'm like, I was in great shape. Like, I had abs, all these things. Then I was super insecure. Obviously, it wasn't, like, a culture or anything. Like, diet culture wasn't really a thing for me and my group of friends, but we all had our different insecurities. And I remember looking at other girls and being like, oh, my gosh, like, she's so skinny. She's so this and that. And it's just so funny to me, like, I don't know how these, it's got to be social media, but even when I was younger, what were we seeing? Because celebrities weren't huge on Instagram or anything at that time. So I don't know where this stigma of the perfect body came from, but it was still somehow ingrained in our minds. It was like, no matter what you looked like, you wanted to look like somebody else. And that's, I mean, that's still true today, but now we have this whole element of social media thrown into it of we see these celebrities who have these insane bodies that aren't even real we see them all the time and whether we 
actively choose to sit and compare ourselves or we just scroll past it, it affects us. So anyways, high school, I was thinking about my body. I was like, I wouldn't wear certain things. I couldn't wear certain tops with certain bottoms because my love handles would poke out or whatever. I was very conscious of it. And I remember prom, I I got a dress and I just felt like I looked absolutely awful in it. Like awful. I've always had this thing where I like hate my armpits. You could have the exact same arms and armpits as me and I would be like, cute, not think anything of it. You look great in a tank top. But then the second I put a tank top on, I'm like, oh no, no. I don't know what it is about my armpits ever since I've been little. I've hated that section of my arms. It's so strange. The biggest time that I really like my perception of my body and my body image affected me was when I went to college. And that makes sense because I went to a college in Arizona. It's hot literally all the time. So everyone is in a swimsuit 24 7. And I had, I mean, in Washington, you have to deal with that in the summer, but then the rest of the year you're bundled up. So, like, it was just new for me. And I I hope a lot of you will be able to relate to this, but you go to college and you just stop. Like you're not active for the first time ever. Like I said, whether you played sports or not, our high school bodies were used to a completely different routine. And it's like once you're for women, once you're a certain age, like your body does just change in what it can handle and process your metabolism changes and all that your hormones change. And so it's like this perfect storm. You graduate from high school and then you go to this new environment where you're living on your own. You're making decisions about food on your own, which they don't they do not give you any tools to succeed in that because all you have on campus is Chick-fil-A, Einstein's and freaking Qdoba. And you have all the money in the world to swipe at those places 24 seven and you're not doing anything like at college. It's like You're sitting and watching movies with your friends. You're just hanging out. You can do whatever you want. So you don't do anything. (laughs) So of course your body's changing. That whole stigma of freshman 15 or whatever. Yes, that's a real thing. But let's actually consider why and normalize it a little bit. Our bodies are changing. And then you throw on top of that the fact that you're in a new environment with a million new suitors. A million new guys to look at. Guys or girls, excuse me. And you're like all of a sudden comparing yourself to a million other people next to you. And you're like, okay, I don't compare at all. (laughs) Like my body sucks. My face sucks. My hair sucks. All these things. And it's just this perfect storm. And so that's really the first time that it started to affect me on the daily. Every outfit I put on, I was noticing something that I hated about my body something that I felt like a a guy was going to see and think that I was unattractive or unhealthy or all these just horrible thoughts about myself. And it was just so hard because I found myself resenting my friends because they had different bodies than me. They had bodies that were ideal in my mind. But it's just so interesting because it's true that, and this isn't to like justify comparing yourself or anything, but I think we all idealize other people's bodies and those people are idealizing other people's bodies and and it just is a circle. Like the person who has the body you want wants somebody else's body. And how freaking sad is that? Like 
I don't know. It's obviously such a cliche to be like, let's just all be good in our own. But it's so hard. It really is so hard. And I hate that we've had impressed upon us this pressure to be in any other body but our own. So anyways, college was really hard for me in that aspect, especially the first two years, because I had already kind of my whole life felt like I'm the girl who's like funny and has a good personality, but a guy would never look at me first. And so I always felt if a guy's going to like me, it's because he gets to know me first. And so I was just super insecure that I was never the pretty girl and all this stuff, which is so sad to think about that I just walked around kind of with that hanging over my head. But I did. That's just the reality. I hated what I saw in the mirror so much, um, especially after my freshman year. And I, I can't remember. I think it was after my sophomore year. No, going into my sophomore year, the summer I came home. I got a gym membership and I was like, all right, let's get to freaking work, dude. And I was going to the gym twice a day. I was eating mother effing Brussels sprouts for like every meal. And I was just on my healthy grind or what I thought was healthy. Um, Obviously, it was not. (laughs) So, but I dropped a lot of weight because I was being so consistent, not because I wanted to be healthy, but almost out of fear that I was going to continue to hate what I saw in the mirror. And so I got in pretty good shape, I would say. But if I missed a day at the gym, I would almost be in tears because I was like, I'm going to gain 15 pounds back. And what a horrible mentality. And also sad that I had this drive to go and do something for my body, but it was with the complete wrong intention. So anyways, obviously it was not sustainable. I went back to school and I felt great about my body for two weeks, but I couldn't go to the gym twice a day. I couldn't eat Brussels sprouts for every freaking meal. You know what I mean? So it just, it was not sustainable. And then I was back in the same place of like, okay, well, I hate my body. It was either, and my mind, I've shared this before, my mind is very all or nothing. So it was either I was going to try super hard and see the result right away or I wasn't. No in between, no consistency, no trying to implement something that was actually healthy in between. And I just felt all this pressure from people around me who were regularly going to the gym and all this stuff. And it was just, it was really hard. And I will say too, that the years after that, like my junior year through after college, like post-college when I was in Bible school, I, my weight fluctuated so much, like depending on my stress levels, depending on my, the level of busyness. And sometimes I would even be like, I'm super glad that I'm busy because I don't have time to snack or I don't have time to eat. And I felt great about how I looked, but I felt awful physically because I wasn't feeding my body what it needed. Anyway, so just these thought patterns that have kind of evolved and changed depending on my situation But I've always, since high school, been uber aware of what my body looks like. And if I'm at a at a place where I'm a little bit bigger or if I'm like feeling slim thick at the moment, which it's just, yeah, it's sad. (laughs) So anyways, I've written down a couple of things that I feel like have helped me in the last year of my life to appreciate the place that I'm at think for me personally 
what has helped me is to know that I might not be somebody that can go to the gym every day or even four times a week. That might not be realistic for the phase of life that I'm in because I'm finding a new work routine. I have a dog to take care of. Like I have things to do. And so I'm not going to set this crazy expectation on myself that I to just shame myself into going to the gym, first of all. But more so, if I can't go to the gym every night, what can I add into my dinner that's going to like nourish my body, things like that. But then my best friend, who is freaking a badass, like she loves the gym. She loves to weight lift. Hi, Taylor. She loves to lift weights. She knows what she's doing. And that is like her outlet. And so for her, it's like, I'm going to go crazy if I don't go to the gym. And, and she has a good intention behind it. So there's obviously so many places you can be on the spectrum. And that's kind of what I want to reiterate is so much of my life, I was comparing to other people's bodies, but also their routines. But we should only create routines that work for us because we know ourselves better than anybody else. <laughs> so anyways, I've written down a couple things that have kind of helped me to like re reset my frame of mind and to kind of take a holistic approach to this mind body spirit thing of it's not just literally how your body looks but what you're saying to yourself how you're nourishing your body and so many things behind it and the ways that you can do that is not just by going to the gym (laughs) you know what I mean it can be and it's great if you do and you enjoy that but there's so many other ways that we can take care of our bodies because our bodies store so much in them and we have to be mindful of how we're taking care of ourselves. So um, I'm going to breeze through these so that this isn't like a 10 hour long podcast. But the first one is to buy clothes that fit. And this is something that I have just done this year for so long. Like I said, I think it's just part of being a woman, but our weight fluctuates a lot just during the month during the week um, and I spent a lot of time looking at my closet and and only being able to wear a couple pairs of my pants a couple of my shirts and feeling confident because I was convinced that my weight was going to go down and then the pants would fit me again <laughs> and after a year they didn't because my body's different <laughs> and so Buy clothes that fit and feel good to you and feel flattering to you. And for me, that's looked like literally just ditching the like foundation of clothes that I had and finding one pair of jeans that I love and I think look really good on me and then investing in two pairs of those. And I feel amazing. Like I'm done with the Levi's that cut me in half every time I sit down and I literally like stop being able to breathe because they're cutting my torso in half. It's just not, why do we do that? Anyway, so buy clothes that fit. Second, this sounds very creepy, but this actually really has helped me. I don't even know. I probably saw it on TikTok, but it's to look at yourself in the mirror, like actually look, get close up and look at your face and notice what you think is really beautiful about it. For me, I get freckles in the summer and I love that. I think that's like a really beautiful quality about me. I think I have really nice teeth, things like that. Face yourself and force yourself to appreciate those qualities. And and I bet you other people appreciate them too. So if you need to ask somebody like, what are my best qualities? What do you think stands out about me? Ask them. And And then on the days that are hard, 
try and just sit on those things and be like, I'm actually a beautiful human. And the more you do that, the more you'll actually think that when you look in the mirror. Like, Also, I have this weird thing where I think I'm really pretty when I cry, <laughs> which I think is probably more common than you'd think. But anyways, the third one is to remember that you have hopefully not ever hated on somebody else for their body or their body journey. So if you're worried what other people are thinking about you or how you look, just think about the fact that you've never shamed somebody else. I, I At least I really hope. And if you have, let's do some of that work, girl. Let's, let's work on it. But, but just think about it. People aren't looking at you and being like, oh my gosh, she looks horrible in those jeans. So if it is, and not that it's about what other people think, but if that's something that you really tend to sit on and you struggle with is like, what do people think I look like? Just don't stress because you're not thinking about that about other people. Um, okay, four is just remember that your body does a lot for you. So you might as well have fun. I just think back to all of the times and opportunities that I was wearing a swimsuit in front of other people and I stayed laying down on a towel on the beach so that I could suck in and be as flat as possible when I could have been out swimming, out playing volleyball, all of these things, but I just laid there because I didn't I didn't want anyone to see a roll pop out or you know what I mean? Like I could have had a lot more fun if I wasn't so worried. So just remember like your body does a lot for you. You might as well have fun with it. Okay, next one. Number five, don't let one day be the deciding factor of how you feel about your body. Like I said, it's actually like a biological fact that our bodies do change and fluctuate due to hormones and due to a lot of things. So there are, I mean, I think every girl probably knows this, but there are certain days of your cycle where you look in the mirror and you're like, I am the ugliest person on the planet. <laughs> I know I look the same as I did yesterday, but for some reason I'm seeing myself and don't let that day, if, if you're having one of those days or two or three, sometimes it's three for me <laughs> where I'm just like, all right, got to give it up. Stare at yourself in the mirror, find one thing that's like, that's pretty cute. And then just let it go. Just say, okay, I'm going to give it a couple days and then see if I still feel this way. Don't sit on it. Don't resonate. Don't let it resonate or like fester. Don't sweat it. Just say, all right, I'm going to revisit this and see if I still feel ugly in three days. And I bet you a million bucks you won't because then those other hormones will kick in and you'll feel like a million bucks. <laughs> so there you go. Um, don't let one day be the deciding factor. Okay, number six. Oh, this is kind of a similar thing. Know that hormones actually do play a role in how you see yourself instead of dwelling just say, F it, today is not my day. That's what I wrote down. So that kind of goes hand in hand with that one before. Seven, don't guilt yourself into anyone else's routine. I kind of talked about that earlier. Uh, because here's the thing is the only mindset that sticks is going to be the one that comes from you and you knowing your body. And that doesn't mean you can't implement someone's workout plan or whatever their advice and kind of pick and choose what does work for you. But I think, like I said, I spent a lot, I wasted a lot of time guilting myself into being like, okay, I need to have the same routine as this girl if I want to have the same body. First of all, all of these fitness people that you see, it's it's like a full-time job. So think about 
I well okay I'll put in perspective with my job I work 40 plus hours a week at my job if I was doing not obviously 40 hours at the gym but close to that if I was dedicating that much time and getting paid for it I'd look pretty freaking jacked (laughs) like I don't know so just keep that in mind put that into perspective that what works for other people isn't always going to work for you and that's okay. There's no shame in that. It doesn't mean you're not working hard enough. But instead of just like forcing yourself to do something you hate to get results, find something you like. There's a million ways to move your body. But yeah, so we just spend a lot of time forcing ourselves for the wrong reasons. So find something that you like and find something that fits into your routine and brings peace to you in more ways than one. Um, lastly, nourish your body with food, with movement, and with words. And to be honest, if you can work on those three things, well, I guess I'm speaking from personal experience because I've been really working on those three things in the last year. And I don't know if my body has changed or if just my mental has changed, but I see myself really differently. I feel like I've, I feel lighter. I feel like, and and I don't mean lighter like physically, I just mean like, because it's not about being light. I just mean mentally, I don't spend so much energy thinking about how I look. And I'm confident in how I look even on bad days. I'm like, okay, brush it off. And I love this concept of movement versus like exercise and stuff like that. Because it might look like a like hardcore exercise or weight training for some people. But for others, it might look like yoga or stretching or just taking your dog for a walk all of those things are better than nothing so again find something that you enjoy and that you can sustain because that's when you're you're going to be nourishing your body the most is when it can be something that you consistently do and you're making that decision for yourself not to just be skinny and get all of these results but to actually be able to sit down every day and say I made a decision for myself or I did something to thank my body for the things that it does for me. And like I said, food, explore with food. I always, I love me some carbs and I still indulge in carbs. But like I've noticed the more fruit I eat, the more veggies I eat, the more I crave that stuff. And then when I eat a lot of colors and a lot of nutrients, I feel genuinely better and I have more energy and all of these things. So You just kind of have to introduce them and find a way that works for you and that you enjoy. And then lastly, like I said, words actually matter. The words that you're saying about yourself and to yourself, even speaking to other people, if you're like talking shit on your body to other people, that sucks for your body. Like it sticks with you. It's just like somebody else talking shit on your body. You know what I mean? But it almost hurts worse because it comes from yourself. And so actually I don't know if it hurts worse but it hurts (laughs) so it's like let's hope nobody's talking about you like that but that's all to say that body image and health and confidence it's not just exercise it can't just be fixed through that and and there's all these different channels that you can practice self-love so I guess yeah that's kind of the place that I've reached and I buy by no means am I perfect or happy with the way my body or my face looks every day. But I I am to the point where I'm like, I'm thankful that like I can get up and move today and that I have energy. 
And the days that I feel off, I'm kind of trying to figure out why and what I can do to help myself get back on track or to just give my body what it needs. Sometimes I need to go on a walk and I need to push myself to do that. Sometimes I just need to rest. And that's just the reality. So don't don't body shame yourself. Don't like routine shame yourself. Just try to approach it from, okay, can I feed my body with food today? Movement, words, all of them, a couple of them. Just try to focus on one aspect. I think that's kind of been something that's helped me is just getting out of that mindset of this is the perfect body and I need to look like this or no one's going to find me attractive. (laughs) I need to be this jacked girl at the gym in order to be attractive. You know what I mean? So anyways, um, yeah, I hope that you found something to take away or something that at least resonated with you. I This is definitely an ongoing um, mission for me is to continue to grow in this and grow in my just confidence and um, appreciation of the body that I have. And yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you have a great Monday and I will see you next Monday. I won't see you, but I will be talking to you. So, okay, goodbye. <laughs>